Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportle, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportle.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. In three, two, one, cue the coach. Drove the Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys are drinking whiskey and rye, singing. This is Sports Wednesday Worldwide. This is Sports Wednesday Worldwide. (laughs) Woo! Nice. Third time was the charm for sure. Great job there on the up top, both of you. Welcome, everyone, to Sports Wednesday. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right, the details wrong. We frequently have absolutely nothing to say, and we take about an hour to do it. (laughs) We're hoping you can sit back, relax, and enjoy a podcast uh, recorded by three random dudes sitting in their various basements in the suburbs and talking about sports. That's what we're doing. My name is Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus, or BMOC. And I host this show with two other guys. I'm going to introduce him to this guy. This guy. Who is it? He has never backed off his contention that the 2011 Neil Patrick Harris vehicle film, The Smurfs, was the perfect film. It's the coach. Basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? Cinematic masterpiece. I watch it every Thursday. I'm doing good. Every. I, uh, I read today there's a new Smurfs movie coming out in 2024. It, I thought so you'd excited. be excited. So I'm excited. So excited. And this other guy... This other guy. He still owns Rhinestone Cowboy on 8-Track. It's the maestro, Brian Hay. How are you, maestro? <laughs> well, you know, a very famous guy on the Cheers program named Norm, he said once, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there, and I'm wearing milkbone underwear. And I agree. <laughs> All right, good times. That's an uplifting note for everybody. I think... Uh, I think, I, think, I think it's a dog-eat-dog world, and we're all wearing milk-bone underwear. It's like we were all issued milk-bone underwear. I think that's a given. It could be a given. All right, let's, uh, let's take care of some housekeeping and then do a show. What do you guys think? I think we, could sh- we should do that. We didn't do any housekeeping last week. We just jumped right no, in. No, we did. So. so you have double the housekeeping? That's right. I'm yeah. back. You guys uh, steered the ship last week. You did a great job on that show, by the way. I don't have a show review on the show sheet tonight, so I'll do it right now. I thought it was, uh, it was oddly listenable. Oh. That that makes that makes my heart go pitter patter. It does. It was great. So, job. so your housekeeping for this week, you got to clean all the toilets. <laughs> okay. All right. 
but uh, here's the thing. Recently voted the hottest follow on all social media platforms. It's at Sports Wednesday on Facebook, on TikTok, on Instagram, or at Sport Wednesday on Twitter. So much good content coming out. Our social media team is killing it. They are really, they're top notch. If they were liquor, they'd be top shelf. Uh, once again, now it's uh, too late for Labor Day. Labor Day is over, but uh, if you want Sports Wednesday merch, and that's what you need to to get for the holidays for everybody, right? Halloween, go as us for Halloween. Go to sportswednesday.com, click on merch. That'll take you to our Redbubble store where you can order uh, lots of Sports Wednesday merch. And uh, uh, not to not to get you too excited, but uh, we're going to work with the Maestro on an exclusive Sports Wednesday design for the holidays. Uh, Got to get that. We got to get that going. That's totally going to happen. I'm like 80% sure. Oh, I'm at least 79% sure. That's right. Yeah. You better start laughing at <laughs> jokes then. Oh, man. <laughs> if you want me to help. <laughs> That's all I do. I've thrown, I've thrown two very mediocre jokes. You haven't even laughed. You haven't even snickered. I must be. There must very be a upset. delay. There must be a delay. So uh, on right now, recording on Monday night like we uh, we do when we're well-organized. Uh, Monday night football, the Broncos taking on the Seahawks. They are down right now, 13-17 at the half. Ooh. Who's Seah- The Broncos are down. I'm sorry. I, I, the Seahawks are not expected to be. Down, so some, they're down. down. Someone's down. Someone's hey. always down. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Uh, but the Broncos are down at the moment, and that's a little surprising because the Seahawks are not expected to be a super great team this year. They are. They're the longest odds of winning the Super Bowl. Do they really? Damn. Even longer. Just, than, I was uh, just going to let that fact hang out there for until you guys. Yeah. Yeah. They are. yeah here's here's the thing about Sorry. the Seahawks. Sorry, I, I saw. On too quick. I saw recently. It might have been TikTok. It might have been some random ESPN thing. But like it was, it was Coach Carroll jogging up the sideline. Like it was like pre-practice in like his old man shoes, and he was running like an old man. It was just so bizarre. Like practice was going on and he was going, like going for a jog and I can't shake it, I can't shake that that thought of him and he's ancient now, isn't he? Is he late seventies, early eighties now? What are you guys drinking tonight? I I'm uh, I'm classic. I'm drinking the the PBR Tallboy. Um, PBR Tallboy for Coach PBR Maestro. Yeah. What? I've got a uh, I've got a Miller High Life found it in the back of my uh, my basement fridge. Nice little Miller High Life. All right, and uh, in honor of the up top, I'm drinking some rye whiskey. Hotel mm. Tango, delicious. Drinking it neat. Saw, All right, you guys ready to get in the show? Yeah, let's, let's get in the show. Let's dig in. Let's talk about American football if we can. Well, it's football, 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 football. Yes, football, football, football. Let's talk about football. Here's what I like. Uh, the NFL just started this weekend. Uh, most of the games, obviously, were yesterday. Obviously, there's a game going on tonight. Everyone's talking about it on Monday. That's when your takes are hot. These are hot takes as we record them. It's just they're going to cool off a little by Wednesday when the show comes out. <laughs> going to be a little more tepid. So it's time for 60-second tepid takes on the NFL Week 1. And let's throw it to Coach first. Okay, so, my, my, uh, so I, I will be brutally honest because I like to be honest. I was traveling. So I did not watch a, a lot of football. I followed a lot of football uh-huh, on my uh-huh, phone uh-huh. as I drove from North Carolina back to Ohio. Mm-hmm, so my mm-hmm, take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> did you watch the Thursday night game, Coach? Who played Thursday night? Buffalo. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. 
So I did watch that game. So here's my tepid take because this is this is gonna knock. You guys ready to get your socks knocked off? Which is a weird concept of your socks getting knocked off. Buffalo is really really good, <laughs> and you really need a good kicker because uh, I, I think uh, some teams out there would like to have a kicker that can convert on field goals and extra points. Kicking is important. That's my tepid okay. take. Okay. And uh, and. I'll tell you what, that take is tepid today, which means by Wednesday it's going to be downright cool. Oh, it's going to be cold. That's right. Cool. All right, Maestro, I know you spent the whole day watching games. You got something hot for us. Let's see if you can turn this show around. I'll tell you what. I don't know how tepid or hot this take is, and I don't know that it's any different than it's ever been in the history of the NFL. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I feel like quarterbacks are king this year and in a different way in a different i I can't put my finger on it but i I mean quarterbacks have always been important but like i don't know i feel like it's all about the quarterback on on every team and his number one receiver and like the rest of it is just noise that's my tepid take very tepid great job there I don't even know if we're going to hit mediocre tonight, but uh, let me tell you what. I, <laughs> Can you bring I us also up have, mediocre? What do you got? I have not watched a ton of games. I did watch that <laughs> Thursday night game. I do understand that Buffalo is the sexy pick right now because they looked amazing against the Rams, and they looked amazing on both sides of the ball. Maestro is right. A lot of the great quarterbacks are looking great. Uh, you know, clearly Josh Allen looked good, but Patrick Mahomes had an amazing game. Oh, he, he, he five touchdowns he, yesterday. Yeah. He was unbelievable. I understand that the Cardinals aren't the Rams, and so that's a little lower-level competition. But still, Justin uh, Herbert and San, or not San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers, oh. also picking up right where he left off. So I think in Amazing, a year, yeah. Lamar Jackson, same. Uh, even Joe Burrow had a terrible game, but kept Cincinnati in it somehow to the end. It was crazy. So with all these teams having, in a year of great quarterback play, I think – that makes actually defense more important. And I thought the Buccaneers' defense looked great against Dallas. I thought Tom Brady looked perfectly mediocre, and their yes. defense was amazing in that game. That's one to watch for. Um, another team whose defense looked good, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yeah, but I, I agree. If they continue to roll Mitch Trubisky out, then that defense – well, they're also going to look a lot less – Good now. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying Pittsburgh threatens for the Super Bowl, but no, I'm no, saying no. they threaten threaten for the Central for sure. Because the, look, they they sacked Joe Burrow seven times, but they hurried him forty percent of the downs without blitzing. No, they're, they're really good. The, the, what I'm saying is that that's going to change a lot next week because T.J. Watt is out. He blew out his pec. Sure, sure. Yeah, so yeah. But he's he's getting a second opinion on his pec. <laughs> he's got another pec. He's I know. Why do you get the other pec? He's going to get another peek at his no, pick. I, I That's agree. what I read today. I agree on the defenses because a lot of these great quarterbacks are, you're right, they're going to cancel each other out. Yep. Um, but what the, it's obviously got to be, you got to have a really good quarterback and a good defense. And right now, the only, I mean, it's week one. No, no one, I mean, yeah. there's so much to be had sure. right now because. But, but remember right, my take, my take was about the number one receiver too. It's like every team. Right. Yeah, they've got this crazy awesome quarterback and this crazy awesome receiver, yeah. and that's enough like to get you through a game. And like Burrow's a perfect example. Him and, and Lamar Chase. Chase carried that team, even though they had five freaking turnovers. 
But they still were in that game, and that just blows my mind. I just think there's just something powerful there. It is pretty simplified to that. You're right. Mm-hmm. It, you you do have your number one receiver and your number your you, you've got a star quarterback. You just can't have like Baker Mayfield. But I mean, yeah, or Mitch Trubisky. Oh, Mitch Trubisky. Oh, poor Mitch. Well, and I'll tell you what too. The Browns' defense looked pretty good for three quarters, and then they looked gassed. Uh, and when I say looks, I mean sounded because I listened to that game on the radio, which was delightful, by the way. Oh, Donovan. Uh, oh, he's so yep. good. Him going crazy start, at the end. Start to finish, full, full. Cause it, the game wasn't on uh, locally. They were showing yeah, the Yeah, what was, what was that? Was it in Carolina, right? Yeah, but I, I think they, they had to choose between the Bengals yeah. or the Browns. Oh, uh, okay. But the, I was the, trying to, I was scratching my head. The crappy thing is, the one. Browns were playing an NFC team. I don't understand why they're not on Fox. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I, I hear you, too. I call but, bullshit uh, on that. But I'll tell you what, in that fourth quarter, you're like, the Browns should have put that game away way, way earlier than oh, they, yeah. they did. And and you're, it, it was just shades of, oh, here we go again. Yeah, this I know. Is what the, you know, and so, uh, you know, good on so Carolina. So, BMSC, did you give us your type of take yet? I, I did. I talked about defenses being critically yes. important in an era where great quarterbacks are canceling each era out. Maestro, you oh, missed okay. it because it was way better than Tepid. It was scorching hot, and it, it right past us because ours it were was. so. I dead. think I was trying well, to mine was a so burp. Tepid. I was feeling a little gassy, and I, I might have tuned it out. But mm. a little bit of Tepid takes. But I'll tell you what, Tepid takes are one thing. Bold predictions are hot and spicy, and we're gonna <laughs> each make a bold. We're gonna make bold predictions. We're gonna make bold for predictions. This season. All right, I yeah, got one. Can, can I go first? Let's go. Let's hear it, Maestro. All right. Are you ready for this I can't wait one? to hear it. All right. Okay. Bold prediction. Yeah, bold. New England is going to suck this year. Mm-hmm. My yeah. bold prediction is Belichick retires after losing to the Dolphins twice. Ooh. That's my bold prediction. Wow. That's, that's crazy bold. All right. What else you got? What do you got, Coach? Um, gosh, bold predictions. Are you ready with yours? Because I'm not ready with mine. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, a couple here. Do your uh, bold. They are way out of my comfort zone. Either the Chicago Bears or the Detroit Lions will win eight games. Oh my wow. god! <laughs> I know that doesn't sound bold, but for both those teams, that's that is I, I extremely the, bold. I watched some of the Bears game. I know it was in a downpour, but. And and it was messy and sloppy, and Justin Fields was making mistakes. But they, they're a disciplined team. They were, they impressed me. At they're better than they were. That game. They finished. They finished strong too. Yeah, Detroit also uh, hanging in there. They lost ultimately their game. Uh, I've not watched Hard Knocks about. I was them, just going to ask. Are to get you into it? Yeah. Are you on? Are you been watching Hard Knocks? Because so there's a lot of people on the Detroit bandwagon because they watched Hard yeah. Knocks. And let's uh, let's be honest. The Packers looked. Like garbage yeah. against and and Aaron Rodgers looks like he retired last year and just found himself in the game all of a sudden. Yeah, he but you know he didn't play at all in the entire um, preseason, not at all. Yeah, yeah, he was just doing his hair on the sidelines. He's doing getting State tattoos and not getting vaccinated. That's what he's doing. He's immunized, so we're good. He's immunized. It's, um, fine. it's fine. all right. So my bold prediction is. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a surprise team that's going to make the Super Bowl this year, and it's not coming from the AFC. The AFC is going to one of the one of the big guys is going to make it. I, let's just say Kansas City. But a team, I'm telling you, a team like the Saints or the Vikings. The Vikings right now, 
I, I, I'm going to make the bold prediction, could, could get to the Super Bowl. And if they get to the Super Bowl, I'm, it's just a weird year because I just don't think – I think there's a lot of good teams but a lot of flaws that a team like the Minnesota Vikings could get to the Super Bowl and win it. That's the way this year feels like. It's the worst prediction I've ever heard. That's as bold that's, as it that's gets. Bold, it. That, that it is bold. bold. It is bold. Kirk that, Cousins. If that, if that was one, it would be. I don't think New Orleans is very good, though. That who's not very good? New Orleans. No, but the reason. Hear, hear me out on New Orleans, though. Here's why I'm going to say New Orleans. New Orleans has a kind of a gunslinger quarterback who can throw a ton of touchdowns. He does throw a lot of picks, and that's Jameis Winston. They have a number one receiver who's coming back from uh, a horrible, like an injury, but he, I think he's back to where he's supposed to be. And they have Alvin Kamara, who's the number one running back. So their offense is built that way. They also have a number one quarter or cornerback in, uh, I can't remember his name. He's from Ohio state. So they have some pieces there that could, and they play in the dome. So if for yeah. some reason they can get home field advantage, I'm not saying all the way through, but enough and win a couple weird games. The the NFC is a weird – you can get through in the NFC. Yeah, uh, nobody in the NFC seems strong. Coach is voting for the Dome team. The Dome team. My bold prediction I, is the Dome team. That's you right, know, Coach. Dome team's I, I don't think I don't think you're as crazy – I mean, as you said, the Vikings typically find a way to shoot themselves in the, in the foot. Correct. But I could see the Eagles – Yes. Slipping through there easily, yeah. you know. Uh, not the Niners so much anymore uh, after watching them against the Bears. No. But, uh, the Saints right now to win the Super Bowl are plus 3,500. That's right in the middle of the pack. The Vikings are plus 2,200. So not, you know, they're right behind Baltimore. So it's not crazy because people you, think If Baltimore. you guys were going to pick a Super Bowl champ who is not one of these teams, who is not Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, or let's say the L.A. Chargers. Take those four off the board. Who would you pick? Right now, I mean, if I had to, I yeah, I would. You, you got twenty bucks to put. I'm down. taking Lamar Jackson, and, and uh, I'm taking in Baltimore. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore. What about you, Mike? Are you saying AFC or NFC? It doesn't matter. It doesn't Whatever. matter. Whoever would win. I'm just taking those top four teams off the off the board. Who would you oh, put twenty you. bucks on? Um, who, who, who are you taking? Who are you taking? I I kind of am with you, Coach, in that the NFC is kind of. Like it's like the wild wild west a little mm-hmm. bit because they're all sort of weirdly mediocre but potentially good. Yeah. The, the team that I think is going to be surprising is is freaking um, the Commanders with Wentz. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. think they're going to be sneaky good because I don't think Dallas is going to be quite as good. Well, they just lost Dak Prescott for six. Yeah. Philly's weeks. a little shaky. I don't know. I like that Commanders pick. They're at plus sixty six hundred. If you put twenty bucks on them, you're going to come home with twelve hundred. I think. Somebody do the math. It's a nice pull. I think once, you know, somebody said, I think it might have been Coach that, that, or maybe it was, it might have been Mike, but said that Trubisky has something to prove. But I think, I think Wentz has got something to prove. He's been a good quarterback that has kind of faltered a lot. And so I don't know, maybe this is the lucky commander's uh, position will will work for him. Who knows? Probably not, but. Nice, nice, nice pick there. I I think I picked the Eagles. They're going to be my surprise. Could win the Super Bowl team. Not a bad pick. All right, so NFL, that's uh, after week one, which is pretty much all you need to know <laughs> for the rest of the BMC, season. I, I, did you listen to last week's show at all? I did. I listened to the whole thing. Okay. 
So I have a question for you. What did you think of Coach and I's bet about who's going to have more victories, Buffalo as a solo or Jacksonville and Carolina. Um, and Carolina together? Yeah. And and is that why you took Maestro? I took, yeah, the Carolina. The combo. The, I caught on the expansion teams, even though they've been both in the league the for like 12 years. The expansion like 95 or something. <laughs> it's <laughs> like true. 20, 27 years. Uh, but I, I yeah I think I think no I think you're right I think Maestro's going to win that bet. Um, you know Jacksonville, that... you, you got to give Urban Meyer you give Urban Meyer two years he's going to be great he's going to be amazing. But that's before I watched Buffalo on Thursday and they look so good like yeah. they might not lose. We're all high we're all high on them. Bills Mafia is still celebrating. Oh they're, they're breaking gonna, tables everywhere. Yeah I mean they, but I mean, the, the Rams were the Super Bowl champ and they. They're still pretty solid. They looked good, but Buffalo, whoo. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. But I'll tell you what. If the Bills were an NFC team, guaranteed they're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, they don't even but have they, to keep playing their games. They've got a couple of, of tough opponents in the AFC uh, between Kansas City and the Chargers and, Ravens. you know, There's Denver, Ravens. Yeah, so they, I, it's going to be tough sledding. Uh, but I, I thought that was a great bet. I loved how unnecessarily complicated it was. Once it took a little, I couldn't figure it out. Took a little while for not. me listening to it to figure <sighs> it out. Poor coach, like he had to deal with looking at me and going, "This is what I'm trying to do. You're not following me." <laughs> for that bet and for baseball, he was trying to say, "You, were, you were very good. You were awesome." It's shutouts, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> shutouts, shutouts. So uh, nice job there. So that's that's the NFL for week one. I think uh, we probably won't talk about it again until the playoffs would be my guess. You can take that sure. to the bank. No, we'll be talking more football. I, I, it doesn't quite feel to me since I was working, and, and it doesn't feel like the season's really started yet, I guess. I need a I need one of those long days on the couch just eating snacks and watching football to, to feel oh, settled into it. Uh, hey, hey, BMOC. Yeah. How long does it – what temperature and how long does it take to, to cook a bag of – Totino's uh, pizza rolls. 14 to 16 minutes, 425. Don't even have to look. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a bag in the fr- in the freezer right now. That's a good call. <laughs> Sorry, got... All right, let's let's get out of football, football, football and get into the uh, other half of the show where we make wagers. Bad Sweaty. All right. I was uh, glad to hear last week you guys both made wagers in our wager of the week, so we can uh, see how you did. Maestro took uh, Oklahoma State versus ASU. That was minus five. Uh, he lost that bet, so he yes, is cause... now negative five. And, Coach, you took the Woo! other side of that. I took the plus five. That puts you up to 39 on the year. Did you guys do a side bet on that as well? No, our no, side, side bet was, was, was the Buffalo um, yeah, that was... thing. That was the uh, St. Patrick's Day Irish beer. Gotcha. That's a long, that's a long one. That's a long play. It's a long it play. It is a long play. But you got that in your pocket now. That's what's important. Yeah. So let's see. who uh, Do you guys have wagers to make this week? Yeah, I definitely have a wager. Okay. And Maestro, do you have a wager? I, I don't because I was looking across all the tables. And yeah. I don't tables. About, 
I was looking at some college games. I was looking at some EPL and NFL. I don't. I just don't feel good about anything right now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw mine out there because I, I I'm suspecting it might be one of coaches, and I want to get it first. Do it. So I am going to take the Michigan State Spartans, who are getting three points against Washington. So it's Michigan State plus three. Mm, I looked at that one. Yeah, I, I like uh, I, I like that. I'm going to take it, and I'll do seven points on it. Oh, look at somebody trying to get back to me, you son of a so, bitch. You know, the Pac-12 is sneaky. I think they could be sneaky good this year because yeah. like Washington State – Kind yeah. of hand they manhandled Wisconsin, and that was Cougs. a surprise to me. Yeah, I should have said that. Yeah, Big Ten. All right, coach. Pretty, all right, my. I was just going to say the Big Ten is suspiciously bad. So, um, my mine is going to be I'm taking the Oklahoma Nebraska game because Nebraska oh, yeah. is an absolute dumpster fire, put in with a trash fire, put in with. A wildfire. It's eleven and a half, so it's less than two touchdowns. I'm taking Oklahoma minus eleven and a half. How much and more gonna... time does Scott Frost have? There? He's got fired already. He's gone. He got fired, yeah, he got fired today. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's gone. He got right. Yeah, because who they lose to? Georgia State out of Georgia the Sun Southern. Mm-hmm. Was it Georgia State or Georgia Southern? It's it was bad. Yeah, I uh, I looked at that game, coach, and then I thought, like, what if like Ray the players Rally? are like. Yeah, that was uh, that was what held me up. <laughs> I just don't think so. I think Nebraska is really bad, and I think Scott. I don't think well, they. Let have. me ask you this: yeah, what yeah. What if they? What if they, What if they're a good team, but they've had crappy ass coaching, and they're like, "Thank God he's gone. Let's show them what we can do now." I would believe that if they were playing maybe somebody like Washington, but they're playing Oklahoma, who's really damn good. I've given you now two scenarios. Not to make this bet, but you're going to continue to just press it forward. So I'll tell you what. I'll throw a Charleston Chew. I'll take the other side of it. Oh, thank God. I was waiting for you to do that. Done. All right. Then All you right, know what? Let's, let's flip the other side of yours. I'll take Washington for... Um, what? I'll take Washington for... it. We'll do a take five. All right. Oh, so a take five good. and a Charleston Chew. Yeah. And I'm going, to put, I'm going to put seven on mine, too, just to say F you to you. You're going to do seven. And if you lose, oh, I'll be... That was a 21 That'll points. be a 14... Oh, man. I can't wait. And if I win, oh, this is going to be great. This This is fun. This is the most exciting coaches sounded in weeks. (laughs) Let's go. Betting and sweating. I've got candy bars. I've got points. Let's go. Those are our wagers of the week. Maestro taking uh, probably a a wise break this week uh, as he's fallen below zero again. Uh, He he needs to find a solid... uh, a solid wager, and then he needs to go all in on it, like 25 points. I don't think I – I mean, I think if you're below zero, I don't know that you can have – I mean, what, what kind of – I think you can only bet – let's say you can only bet five at a time. You've got to work your way back. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. That's you're still ahead of our some, guests. Strong words yes. from somebody that's 40 points up. Hells that's yeah, true. baby. I'm feeling the love. Didn't I win last year? Uh, yeah. No, I think I was I was the champ for the first three years of the podcast. Uh, so. I, I, I seem to have forgotten that. Another quick update here on betting with Coach's brother. Uh, Coach's brother is out of town, unavailable to bet, so we're not going to do the song this week. Uh, apologies to people who tune in just for the song. Uh, by which I mean, people are very upset. 
very upset. Uh, we had the Browns versus Panthers. He had the Browns plus two and a half. They didn't need him. They won that game. 58-yard field goal. Um, so we are even up with him, I believe. We were up plus five. Now yeah. we're z- we are even up with Bretta, and we will get a bet from him next week, hopefully, on the show. That'll happen. That'll totally happen. I'm sure he is uh, in Germany right now listening to the show. Oh. Just go... Just going, man, BMOC's going, college football takes are insulting. Gloating. <laughs> totally a little Def Leppard reference. He's in, a, he's in a beer garden. He's in his lederhosen. He's drinking beer. He's like, man, those guys. Those I, guys. Uh, Maestro, as, a, as an eighth grader, somebody told me that that actually means the goats are feeding in the hills, but I don't think it does. I think it's just like it's German nonsense. Yeah, and, yep. It's like blah 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 blah. So uh, goats are not feeding in the hills, as far as we know. Damn it! All right, let's uh, let's get to the part of the show, and the show's just cooking tonight. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the part of the show where we get stuff off our chest, or we clean up mistakes that we make, or we recommend entertainment properties, and we call it. Rants and corrections. Recommendations. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, this good. is open mic style. I've got a wreck and a correction. Uh, you guys have anything you want to go first? I'm clean tonight. I mean, I had a, I had a great goddamn so week last I, week. I have a quick, I have a quick um, correction. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, that's right. So last week... I. I said a bunch of things wrong, but the main one I think I want to correct is <laughs> is uh, I think I called the AFC North, the AFC Central. The AFC North has not been the AFC Central in many, many, many years. So Many moons. My apologies to anybody that's a big AFC fan, and I accidentally called the AFC North. I was AFC offended, Central. but I just felt like it was the wrong time to say anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. Given, uh, given that most of our listeners are our age, I think that's totally fine true because you said afc central about 10 minutes ago oh, i say it all the time well done yep i uh will i'll occasionally drop an american football league we'll call it the old afl <laughs> oh my god yeah so all right here's uh, my correction on the college football preview episode which uh, was not a bad listen either uh, unlike tonight's show uh i i mistakenly said uh I was part right where I was like the Big 12 no longer has conferences, so they don't have a conference championship game. That's not accurate. They do do a conference championship game. They just take the top two teams and pit them against so each other. So they still play it. the game. Okay, that makes yeah, total they sense. Still, and they've been doing that for a couple of years. So, uh, But they only have, I think, 10 teams in the Big 12 right now, which uh, as a Big 12 graduate uh, makes me feel proud of our ability to count. Good times. <laughs> Good times. They could go back to being the Big 8. I think that would be cooler if they were the Big Eight. We're elite. Yeah, I, we only want eight teams because we're we think these are the best teams. It's better to be the Big Eight with ten teams than the Big Twelve with ten. That's all I'm saying. Correct. That uh, ask the Big Ten. They love. We should have probably we should have talked about Texas and Ewers. He was having a great game Ewers. against Alabama. They yeah, look good. Got, and, yeah, he's got separated shoulder. Mm. Totally messed that up. All right, and here's my recommendation. Uh, and uh, and if you guys are on the text thread, you know this is coming. But on Hulu, there is a documentary series called Welcome to Wrexham. This is about Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, who purchased a uh, English soccer, I should say a Welsh soccer team uh, called Wrexham AFC. 
This is the third oldest football club, I believe, in the world, and uh, they are very low. They're in the, I think it's called the English National League. It's like the, they've got to like get promoted two or three times to get even close to, to, to where they are. But it's, it's a great, it's a great series. And, and I don't know if you guys remember, like there was a period of time on this show when we were gambling on spot on Scottish B league football. Yes. If you recall? Yes. We did spend a lot of time on that. And then I was, I was like, I wondered, do the, do, do, are all these smaller teams and these smaller clubs, is it like our minor league baseball system where, you know, people are glad they have the team and they'll go see them, but it's not, you know, crazy passionate. And coach, your contention was you thought, no, no, people are crazy passionate about their local yes. club. And uh, this documentary bears that out entirely. And and they quite rightly, they don't focus it solely on, on Deadpool and Always Sunny in Philadelphia guy. They're in it for sure, but they spend a lot of time talking about the team, the town, the fans. You meet a lot of the different fans and uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's well done. It's well put together and it's a, it's a fun watch. So that's How many it's on Hulu. There's six right now. I think it comes out every Wednesday. Oh, so it's not, they didn't put it all out. It's it yeah. Like, and Rex, yeah. Rexham is one of the oldest teams like in the world, right? Like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. I think they're the third oldest and it's, um, you know, they're, they're, they were, they had made it as high as the championship league, which is right below premier league at one point, but they've really fallen. And, um, the league they're in now only promotes one team each year. So they have to basically win the league to get promoted. And they've moved up quite a bit though, in the last couple seasons, right? Well, uh, as of episode six, they're still in 12th place. So I'm not sure how this is going to work. Oh, okay. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. I was talking to sometimes listener, uh, C Tyler Hayes, and he was saying that they had moved up, but maybe, Maybe that's not the case, but it is fascinating though, that a team like that, let's say somebody came in and bought them a couple movie stars and they pumped a bunch of money into them Mm -hmm. and they were able to like work them all the way up like the EPL like that. That's what's amazing about that system. That's different than like minor league baseball. Like you couldn't like the Columbus Clippers could never be in the major. They'll never make it up. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's interesting too, to watch them, a figure out soccer, but you know, they're trying to get ownership of the stadium and they're dealing with laws that were written in the 1400s. <laughs> you know, so they're, you know, they're in LA and they're talking to this guy in Wales. Who's like, well, you have to understand this law was written in 1413 and we have to, <laughs> we have to honor it. Yeah. And so, uh, but it's, it's really, it's, it's a good watch. I think for any sports fan, they'll, they'll like it. And, uh, I think uh, with our budding EPL fanship, uh, you guys will enjoy it quite a bit. All right. I'll, I will check it out. You're going to watch it and then be like, I want to go there and see a game. Yeah. See, and that's gonna That's a boon for their town. This is going to be amazing mm-hmm. for them. So, and it was interesting too, because for them to buy the team, they have like a fan club that had to vote to approve them as owners. Oh, really? Yeah. So, good watch. Welcome to Wrexham. Wrexham. All right. All right. That's Rants, Corrections, and Recommendations. Brings us to a brand new bit. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we're... Having some technical difficulties with this I heard those. This this whole show's a technical difficulty. I can't believe we're rolling we're rolling out a new bit after a show like this. It's like nobody has left. Why not? Why why not do it? 
Talshan, Hoops, Chip, and and Jamie are the only ones that are going to hear the new bit. They're the only ones that stuck it out to this Hop, point. Hop might be this far. Actually, he's probably out. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's do it. It's time for Maestro's Eurosports Corner. Well, it's Euro Euro Sports Corner. Euro Euro Sports Corner. Euro. <laughs> Sports Corner. <laughs> oh my God! That was, a, that was the highlight of the show by if you, far. If, if you stayed this long, it, we just made this forty-five minutes worth it. All right, Maestro, what do you got? All right, so I feel like we've been talking about football for a lot, a, a lot the last couple of weeks. Actually, the last three shows. So I wanted to just kind of you know give some of our hardcore Euro fans a little update. I'll, I'll keep it short. Um, EPL, as you know, I don't know if anybody's, uh, if you haven't heard Queen Elizabeth II passed away. So EPL is shut down. They shut down for two weeks. Oh my. So no games, uh, no games last weekend. There might be some games starting up this Sunday, I think. But, um, so yeah, they were, they've been shut down. So no real big updates there other than I can tell you the top seven teams right now in the EPL. Arsenal. Man City. Man City. Tottenham Spurs. Spurs. Brighton. 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 Uh, Man U. Manchester United. Who, uh, you know, have found a starting lineup, so they're competitive now. People are excited. Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. And and Liverpool. 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 They're starting a little slow this year, I think. Uh, You know, they finished last year, you know, Second, well, so they'll make uh, the playoffs, right? They're a little rough, yeah. And then big, big news on the EPL side. So Thomas Tuchel, actually, actually it's Tuchel, Tuchel, but he's a German. Uh, he got canned from Chelsea, About and time. Brighton's Brighton's coach Graham Potter has been well, hired. Wait, so wait, what? Graham Potter? His his name is Graham Potter. Graham Potter. Graham Potter. Can it get any? Can it get any more so, EPL than that? That is I know, amazing. I know. But here's the thing. So Brighton is in fourth right now, but they yeah. their coach just got hired away to Chelsea. So just watch Brighton sort of fall. Wait, wait, <laughs> It'll time be out. a free fall. A team that's in the same league that's doing well left the team that's doing well to go to another team in the middle of the season? Six, they're only six games in, man. Yeah. But he was coaching another team that was doing in the same mm-hmm. league. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is Brighton, man. Yeah, but that's like if, if, that's if weird. Chelsea if Chelsea Chelsea's like the Dallas Cowboys. If they offer you the job, you're taking it. In the middle of the league, if, if the Dallas Cowboys offered the coach of like the Seattle Seahawks their job in the middle of the season, there's no way he'd take it. That's weird. You know, uh, Coach, if you had ever watched the damn United like Maestro and I did, you know his, that coach was coach of Brighton and got hired by Leeds and left Brighton for Leeds. Well, that just happens. Tells. But not in the middle of a season. That's weird. You guys don't find that weird at all. Here's the thing. He took Brighton as far as they were going to go. They won't go any higher than fourth in the EPL. See, I that's what's wrong with the EPL. But he, you know, who knows? I don't know the, the story of Graham Potter. Maybe he played for Chelsea. Maybe that's his favorite Graham team. Pa- I don't I, know. I guess if there's an opening like a team like that and it happens in the middle of the season and it's such a big – you can't turn it down. You have to take it. That's that's – but, I mean, if I was a Brighton fan, I'd be so pissed at him. I mean, 
be, I would hate him. Pissed. Pissed. So that's the EPL. Mm-hmm. Let's jump over to Formula One. You guys hey, still I want to talk about Brighton for a minute. All right, <laughs> yes, talk about please. Just uh, because just uh, I, I spent, uh, I don't know, probably six weeks there in my life um, back in 2012. When Aren't I was they your second team? Business. They are. They used to be my number one EPL team before we really got into it. Uh, but, yeah, they are the Albion, which is a seagull, and uh, they play in American Express Stadium. And uh, here, here's the thing. My, my son, growing up, had a Brighton kit. He had a jersey that I brought him. Nice. So and and I read um I read a book like a memoir by like a diehard Brighton fan called Gullhanger and I thought it was pretty good for a self-published fan memoir. <laughs> and Brighton is like a beach. It's a beach town, right? It is. That's it's not, down there. The Brighton Beach the, memoirs. No, that that's Brighton that. Beach in the United States. I but know yeah, that it is. The beach is all rocks down there. It's not sand. <laughs> it's awfully cold. It's down there on the um, coast. Uh, but also uh, from. Brighton is uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel, the Scarlet Pimpernel from literature fame. Yes, I know the Scarlet Pimpernel. And then there's a, there's a book, yes. uh, I think by Graham, Graham Greene, called Brighton Rock, and also uh, a movie that was pretty good uh, called Brighton Rock uh, made of it. So, so his name is Graham Greene from there, yeah. but Graham But they're, they're like, there's two towns next to each other, Brighton and Hove, and so they, I think they're technically the Brighton and Hove Albion. And and I remember because I stayed in a hotel in Hove once, and, they, and it would take me a long time to walk to the offices where we were working. And they're like, "Where are you staying?" And I'd be like, "In Hove," and they'd be like, "Why are you staying there?" <laughs> they were angry that you were staying there. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. This has added nothing to Maestro's EPL corner. I gotta, I gotta stop talking now. Oh, all right, Maestro, that's EPL. I like it. Little Brighton History Corner with BMOC. Hmm. Yeah. All right, weird. let's talk Formula One. We'll keep it short. I know if Talshan's still listening, he's like, oh, he's not ah. But uh, Formula One, I got to say, the last few weeks, it's just been the Max Verstappen show. I mean, nobody's I really challenged him. I know they, uh, it was a couple races ago he switched engines, so he was started at 14th. He's still freaking one. Um, he came all the way to 14th and took, overtook what? <laughs> Lewis Hamilton, right? Hamilton was leading most of that mm-hmm. race. It's, I don't know. but So right now Boring. He's, he's, he's poised to win his, his second championship in a row. He's up by over 100 points. I don't know. Unless something uh, catastrophic happens, there's only six races, six or seven races left. So I'm going to tell you, so I'm going to jump in here because I don't have a lot to say, but I'm going to say it. This season started with such promise with, Leclerc coming off strong and Ferrari coming off strong and Lewis Hamilton sitting way back like, oh, this could be like chaos. And it's turned into exactly why I didn't ever like F1 prior to watching the documentary. Everything happens exactly the way it says it's going to happen. Like there's no mystery to this. Well, I'll tell you what, the Red Bull is just, they just have the pace. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's, I mean, Max is a great driver. Don't get me wrong, but like his, his, he's got the fastest car out there, and Ferrari can't seem to get out of their own way. I, I had the race on this weekend. I mean, props to Lewis and Carlos Sainz. They came from 18th and 17th respectively to finish fourth and fifth, Impressive. which was pretty exciting. But it's just like it is kind of interesting. Even I think Verstappen started maybe seventh in the race, and still won. It's 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 almost like it. He's charmed. It's like anything Ferrari tries to do to stop him backfires on them. Yeah. 
And then Red Bull as a constructor on the constructor cup side, they're they're like 150 points up. So oh, so it's it's uh, over over Ferrari. So it's yeah, unless I mean there is six races left. Something yeah, crazy could happen, maybe. but and there's not going to be a race now for almost three weeks because the Russian one was canceled, the Sochi or whatever. So oh, they should have picked a new one. They're heading to Asia, which will they'll be you know, Singapore. Like, oh, Singapore. Singapore. <laughs> We get so excited when we hear about Singapore. I want. We got. We got. We got three weeks. We can okay. go. Time out. Time out. What? What? What's the? T- what's the? T- what's the time difference there? Like that? I know it's a night race, but what time will that be? Singapore on? is about twenty-four hours difference, I think. Right? No, no, it's twelve hours. Twelve hours. So it like takes a, twenty. It takes twenty-four hours to get there, though. So their race will be at like what seven at night or eight at night, and it'll be on at eight in the morning. Is that right? I'm lo- I'm looking now. It is on at eight, eight a.m. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that could. Be but it's on at eight a.m. Yeah, that could be a fun one. When is that? Say the date. S- uh, October second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm interested. Now, if you're gonna watch, if you're gonna watch free practice one or free practice three, those are at six a.m. But <laughs> the race that would, is at that, might, that might be a fun uh, a fun garage watch. That could be fun. It's Singapore, goddammit. That's a great race. Singapore. Singapore. All right, and last but not least is tennis. And I tennis. Even I call this a Euro sport only because because we just had the U.S. Open. Did anybody watch the freaking U.S. Open? I didn't watch a single single minute. Other than other than Serena playing her final tournament, every everybody else is European. So here's the final for the men's side. Carlos Alco. Alcarez, who won, he's Spanish. He beat a Norwegian, Casper Rud. Oh, Casper Rud. On the women's side, uh, Iga Svitek, he, she's oh, Polish. She Svitek. beat Ons Jabir Jabr, who's Tunisian. Ooh, those, did, those That pronunciation is probably horrible, but here's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's a European sport now. It's an Asian European sport now. Oh, the, the Americans have no business even saying they play professional tennis. Yeah. And then I was going to talk a little bit about cycling, but come on. Oh, wow. You were going deep. I was going to go deep, but that's what, it. What do, you, what do you got about cycling? There was a Spanish, uh, kind of the Spanish equivalent of um, the Tour, the Tour de, de France. France. Just finished up. And I, I was reading about it, and I was like, I don't know who these people are. Mm, gotcha. Oh, wow. All right. Well, that was Maestro's Eurosports Corner. Coach, how do you think it went? I think it went great. God damn, he was a wealth of knowledge. A wealth of knowledge. A little bit of guitar problems around the beginning and end. Maestro, uh, give me give me the sign here. Let me know you're you're good to play us out. Yeah. It's got a U2 meets the Clash vibe to it. I know. I love it. <laughs> or Sex Pistols. That's right. All right. Well, there being no other sports, thank God, fit to be discussed wow. in a sub-medium wow. sort of way. Uh, hey, I'll tell you what. You can't – every show can't be a home run. you got to have some singles in there. you got to have some errors, too. you got to have some errors. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying join us Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next next. And good times, everybody. Good times.
Noise. Toit. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Do, 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 do.